0: Alrighty, today is January the 16th, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Genesis. And we're going to read chapter 41 through 45. Okay, Darren. Okay, Genesis chapter 41. Now it happened at the end of the two full years that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he was standing by the Nile. And lo, from the Nile there came up seven cows sleek and fat, and they grazed in the marsh marsh and grass. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them from the Nile, ugly and gaunt, and they stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. The ugly and gaunt cows ate up seven sleek and fat cows. Then Pharaoh awoke. He fell asleep and dreamed a second time, and behold, seven ears of grain came up on a single stalk, plump and good. Then behold, seven ears, uh, seven ears, thin and scorched by the east wind, sprouted up after them. The thin ears swallowed up the seven plump and full ears. Then Pharaoh awoke and behold, it was a dream. Now in the morning his spirit was troubled, so he sent and called for all the magician magicians of Egypt, and all its wise men. And Pharaoh told them it his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer spoke to Pharaoh saying, I would make mention today of my own offenses. My, uh, Pharaoh was furious with his servants and he put me in confinement in the house of the captain of the bodyguard, both me and the chief baker. We had a dream on the same night. He and I, each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now a Hebrew youth was with us there, a servant of the captain of the bodyguard, and we related them to him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each one he interpreted according to his own dream, and just as he interpreted for us, so it happened. He restored me in the office, uh, but he hanged uh, him. So then Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph. And they hurriedly brought him out of the dungeon. And when he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, but no one can interpret it, and I have heard it said about you, that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph then answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. So Pharaoh spoke to Joseph. In my dream, behold, I was standing on the bank of the Nile, and behold, seven cows, fat and sleek, came up out of the Nile, and they grazed (laughs) in the marsh grass. Lo, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and gaunt, such as I had never seen for ugliness in all the land of Egypt. And the lean and ugly cows ate up the first seven fat cows. Yet, when they had devoured them, it could not be detected that they had devoured them, for they were just as ugly as before then then, then I awoke. I saw also in my dream, and behold seven ears full and good, came up in a, on a single stalk, and lo, seven ears withered thin and scorched by the east wind sprouted up after them, and the thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears. Then I told it to the magicians, uh, but they, but there was no one who could explain it to me. Now Joseph said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh's dreams are one and the same. God has told Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dreams are one and the same. The seven lean and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years and the seven thin ears scorched by the east wind will be seven years of famine. It is as I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. Behold, seven years of great abundance are coming in all the land of Egypt, and after them seven years of famine will come, and all the abundance will be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine will ravage the land. So the abundance will be unknown in the land because that subsequent famine for it will be very severe (coughs) now as for the repeating of the dream to Pharaoh twice it means that the manner is determined by God and God will quickly bring it about now let Pharaoh look for a man discerning and wise and set him over the land of Egypt let Pharaoh take action to appoint overseers in charge of the land and let him exact a fifth of the produce of the land from Egypt in the seven years of abundance Let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming, and store up the grain for food in the cities under Pharaoh's authority, and let them guard it. Let the food become as a reserve for the land for seven years of famine, which will occur in the land of Egypt, so that the land will not perish during the famine. Now the proposal seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his servants. Then Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this, in whom is a divine spirit? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has informed you of all this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and according to your command all my people shall do homage. Only in the, thron- only in the throne I will be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed oh, got two pages, I'm sorry, And clothed him in garnet, garments of fine linen and put a gold <clears throat> necklace around his neck. He had him ride in the second chariot and they proclaimed before him, bow, to the, bow the knee and he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, Though I am Pharaoh, yet with your permission, no one shall raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh named Joseph uh, Zephanath, Paneah, and he gave him Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, as his wife. And And Joseph went forth over the land of Egypt. Now Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh king of Egypt and Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt during the 7 years of plenty the land brought forth abundantly so he gathered all the food of the of these 7 years which occurred in the land of Egypt and placed the food in the cities and he placed in every city a food the food from its own surrounding fields. Thus, yeah. Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand of the sea, until he stopped measuring it, for it was beyond measure. Now, before the year of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, uh, Potiphar, yeah, it's yeah, it's this is a different Potiphar. This is Potiphar, <laughs> priest of. Huh. Priest of On bore him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all the trouble and all my father's household. He named the second Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. When the seven years of plenty which had been in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine uh, began to come, just as Joseph had said, then there was famine in all the lands. But in all the land of Egypt there was bread. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried out to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said to the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, whatever he says, you do, you you shall do. When the famine was spread over all the face of the earth, then Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians. And the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. The people of all the earth came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe in all the earth. Genesis chapter 42. Now Jacob saw there was grain in Egypt and Jacob said to his sons, Why are you staring at one another? He said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us from that place, so that we may live and not die. Then ten brothers of Joseph went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, I am afraid that harm may befall him. So the sons of Israel came to buy grain among those who were coming, for the famine was in the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the ruler over the land, He was the one who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. When Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. But he disguised himself to them and spoke to them harshly. And he said to them, Where have you come from? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. But Joseph had recognized his brothers, although they did not recognize him. Joseph remembered the dreams which he had about them and said to them, You are spies. Have you come to look at the undefended parts of our land? Then they said to him, No, my lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. Yet he said to them, No, but you have come to look at the undefended parts of our land. But they said, Your servants are twelve brothers in all, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is with our father today and one is no longer alive joseph said to them it is as i said to you you are spies by this you will be tested by the life of of pharaoh you shall not go from this place unless your youngest brother comes here send one of you that he may get your that he may get your brother while you remain confined that your words may be tested whether there is truth in you but if not by the life of pharaoh surely you are spies so he put them all together in prison for three days now joseph said to them on the third day do this and live for i fear god if you are honest men let one of your brothers be confined in your prison but as for the rest of you go carry grain from the from for the famine of your households and bring your youngest brother to me so your words may be verified and you will not die and they said, they did so then they said to one another <clears throat> truly we are guilty concerning our brother because we saw the distress of his soul when he pleaded with us yet we did not listen therefore this distress has come upon us Reuben answered them saying I did not tell you uh, did I not tell you Do not sin against the boy, and you would not listen. Now comes the reckoning for his blood. They did not know, however, that Joseph understood, for there was an interpreter between them. He turned away from them and wept. But when he returned to them and spoke to them, he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain and to restore every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey. And thus it was done for them So they loaded their donkeys with their grain And departed from there As one of them opened his sack To give his donkey fodder At the lodging place He saw his money And behold it was in the mouth of his sack Then he said to his brothers My money has been returned And behold it is even in my sack And their hearts sank They turned trembling to one another Saying what is this That God has done to us when they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan they told him all that had happened to them saying The man the lord of the land spoke harshly with us and took us for spies of the country but we said to him we are honest men we are not spies we are 12 brothers sons of our father one who is one is no longer alive and the youngest is with our father today in the land of Canaan the man the lord of the land said to us by this i will know that you are honest men leave one of your brothers with me and take grain for the famine of your households and go but bring your youngest brother to me that i may know that you are not spies but honest men i will give your brother to you and you may trade in the in the land now it came about as they were emptying their sacks that behold every man's bundle of money was in his sack and when they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were dismayed. Their father Jacob said to, to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more, and you would take Benjamin. All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, You may put my two sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my care, and I will return him to you. But Jacob said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he alone is left. If harm should befall him on the journey you are taking, then you will bring my gray hair down to shoal in sorrow. Genesis chapter 43 Now the famine was severe in the land, so it came about when they had finished eating the grain which they had bought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back, buy us a little food Judas spoke to him however saying the man solemnly warned us you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you if you send our brother with us we will go down to buy you food but if you do not send him we will not go down for the man said to us you will not see my face unless your brother is with you then Israel said why did you treat me so badly by telling the man whether you still had another brother But they said, The man questioned particularly about us and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Um, Have you another brother? So he answered his questions. Could we possibly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? Judah said to his father, Israel, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die. We as well, as you and our little ones i myself will be surety for him and you may hold me responsible for him if i do not bring him back to you and set him before you then let me bear the blame before you forever for if we had not delayed surely by now we could have returned twice then their father israel said to them if it is if it must be so then do this take some of the best products of the land in your bags And carry down to the man as a present a little balm, a little honey, aromatic gum and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double the money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and arise, return to the man. And may God Almighty grant you compassion in the sight of the man so that he will release To you, your brother, and Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So the men took this present, and they took double the money in their hand, and Benjamin, and they arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his house steward, "'Bring the men into the house and slay an animal "'and make ready for the men uh, are to dine with me at noon.' "'So the man did as Joseph said "'and brought the men to Joseph's house. "'Now the men were afraid "'because they were brought to Joseph's house. "'And they said, "'It is because of the money that was returned in our sacks "'the first time that we are being brought in "'that he may seek occasion against us "'and fall upon us and take us for slaves with our donkeys.' So they came near to Joseph's house steward and spoke to him at the entrance of the house and said, O my Lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food. And it came about when we came to the lodging place that we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full. So we have brought it back in our hand. We have also brought down other money in Our hand to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. He said, Be at ease, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Then the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water. And they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys fodder. So they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon. For they had heard that they were to eat a meal there. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present which was in their hand, and bowed to the ground before him. Then they asked him, asked them about their welfare, and said, Is your old father well, of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. They bowed down in homage. As he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried out, for he was deeply stirred over his brother, and he sought a place to weep, and he entered his chambers and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal." So they served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is loathsome to Egyptians. Now they were seated before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in astonishment. He took portions to them from his own table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, so they feasted and drank freely with him. Let's pause. Okay, continuing. Okay, Genesis chapter 44. Then he commanded his house stewards, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph told him. As soon as it was light, the men were sent away, they with their donkeys. They had just gone out of the city and were not far off, when Joseph said to his house steward, Up, follow the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is it not this one from which my Lord drinks, and which he indeed uses for divination, you have done wrong in doing this. So he overtook them and spoke these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in the mouth of our sacks we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then would we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house. With whomever of your servants is found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's slaves. So he said, Now let it also be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my slave, and the rest of you be innocent. Then they hurried. Each man lowered his sack to the ground. Each man opened his sack. He searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and when each man loaded his donkey, they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What is this deed you have done? Do you not know that such a man... "...as I can indeed practice divination." So Judah said, "...what can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? And how can we justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and one in whose possession the cup has been found. But he said, "...far be it from me to do this. The man in whose possession the cup has been found shall be my slave." But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, O my Lord, may your servant please speak a word in my Lord's ears, and do not be angry with your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or brother? Yes, Uh, or yeah, we said to my Lord, We have an old father and a little child of. Uh, little and a little child of his old age. Now his brother is dead, so he alone is left, and his mother and his father loves him. <laughs> then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set up set my eyes on him. But we said to my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said you said to your servants however unless your youngest brother comes down with you you will not see my face again thus it came about when we went up to your servant my father we told him the words of my lord our father said go back buy us a little food but we said we cannot go down our youngest brother is our youngest brother is with us then we will go down for we cannot see the man's face unless your youngest brother is with us Your servant my father said to us You know that my wife bore me two sons And the one went out from me And I said surely he is torn in pieces And I have not seen him since If you take this one also from me And harm befalls him You will bring my gray hair down To shoal in sorrow Now therefore when I come to your servant my father And the lad is not with us since his life is bound up in the lad's life, when he sees that the lad is not with us, he, sh- he will die. Thus your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant, our father, down to shoal and sorrow. For your s- servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then let me bear the blame before my f- uh, father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant remain, instead of the lad, a slave to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? For the fear, for fear that I see the evil that would overtake my father. Genesis chapter 45. Then Joseph could not control himself before those who stood by him, and he cried, Have everyone go out from me. So there was no man with him. Then Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard of it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph, is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please come closer to me. And they came closer, and he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold to Egypt. Now do not be grieved or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there is still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth, and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now therefore it was not you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh." And Lord of all his household, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not delay. You shall live in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, You, you and your children, and your children's children, and your flocks, and your herds, and all that you have. There I will also provide for you. For there are still five years of famine to come and you and your household and all that you have would be impoverished. Behold your eyes see and the, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that it is my mouth which is speaking to you. Now you must tell my father all of, my, of all my splendor in Egypt and all that you have seen and you must hurry to bring my father down here. Then he fell on his brothers Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept on them, and afterward his brothers talked with him. Now when the news was heard in Pharaoh's house that Joseph's brothers had come, it pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load Load your beasts and go to the land of Canaan and take your father and your households and come to me and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt and you will eat the la- the fat of the land. Now you are ordered, do this, take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives and bring your father and come. Do not concern yourselves with your goods for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave gave them wagons according to the command of Pharaoh, and gave them provisions for the journey. To each of them he gave changes of garments, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of garments. To his father he sent as follows, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and sustenance for his father on the journey. So he sent his brothers away, and as they departed, he said to them, Do not quarrel on the journey. Then they went up from Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to their father Jacob. They told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and indeed he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. But he was, he was stunned, for he did not believe them. When they told him all the words of Joseph that he had spoken to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Then Israel said, It is enough. My son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Wow. Thank you, dear.